Hello, this is Reverend Erehe I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Let's bow in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that you will speak to us this morning. Let your word come to us in clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm speaking on he gave us power. He gave us power. He gave us power. The ultimate agenda of God to send Jesus here on earth is to restore back to man his lost authority. And God wants every believer to exercise power. One of the desires of God is that he wants to raise what I call breakthrough believers. Believers who understand their spiritual authority. Because there are many believers who are born again and are supposed to appropriate what was done on the cross, but sometimes we tend to walk in fear, in, in, in all kinds of understanding that the enemy takes advantage of us. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, which is a popular scripture everybody should know by now, the Bible says that then God said, let's make man in our own image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the bears of the air, over cattle and over every creeping thing and over, over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So I want you to know that the, one of the ultimate purpose of God is to give the believer the power to rule and have the dominion mandate. So every believer is supposed to exercise the dominion mandate. And I like what he says, that we have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that, that creeps on the earth. The amazing thing is that he didn't say we have dominion over man. So it is illegal for man to have dominion over you against your will. And I call it witchcraft. Oh, yeah. Any time that you are having dominion over somebody's life against the person's will, you are flying at night. That's what we understand as witchcraft. Witchcraft is control and manipulation. And he says that we should have dominion over the not human beings. So you must make sure that you don't dominate anybody against their will and you don't also subject yourself to anybody who dominates you against your will. Any time anybody does that, especially in marriage, it's witchcraft manifesting. Witchcraft is not only flying at night, but when you dominate men against each other, dominate a woman against their will, you are, you are in serious witchcraft. Let me just pass through this region and talk about it because some people think that being, being just dominating people, get a, some men and women get excited about it, but anyone who is dominating you against your will, if you don't do this, I'll do this. If you don't do this, the person is in serious witchcraft, and I pray that you change. Where that you change? There's a place you should rather have dominion. Have dominion over demons. Have dominion over powers of the enemy. Have dominion over things that the enemy has planned against you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So you must know that God gave the human being a dominion mandate. Unfortunately, in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, we lost that place in the garden. 
So God had put in place a plan of redemption. In Genesis 3, 15, he said, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between her seed and her seed. You shall bruise his head and he shall bruise, you shall bruise his head and you shall bruise it ill. I want you to know that ever since the Garden of, the, the garden of um, Eden, we have had a battle we've been fighting. And the agenda of God is that he wants to restore it back to the church. So Jesus Christ, his whole deal of coming on earth, he's been born and everything is to return power back to man. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, it said that he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. That's from the garden of Adam. For this purpose, the son of man, God was manifested that he would destroy the works of the devil. So the purpose is that the reason why he came to die and was crucified and was whipped is to destroy the works of the devil. Not to just destroy, but to hand over power to us. Because God does not rule on earth. God rules in heaven and has given the mandate to man. Remember that in Genesis chapter 21 verse 26, he gave authority to man and man lost it. So, I want you to understand that the purpose why Christ died, the purpose why we are celebrating resurrection, the purpose why the grave is empty, is not for us to get excited about his resurrection, but to hand over power to man again. To hand over authority to man again. And it's very important because one of the things if we, don't, if we don't understand is that it's as if the devil knows that we have won the battle, we are victorious over him, but he sometimes causes believers don't to understand the power they have. So there are many believers who are still afraid. There are many believers who are not still very vested in the world. So the enemy is playing them chaskele. Playing games with you. Uh, and today I want to just open your eyes because that is why we celebrate Easter. Praise the name of the Lord. And one of the things the church needs is understanding. Say understanding. Now, one of the benefits, like I said, is to give authority back to man. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. Paul writing to the church, writing to the church in Ephesus, decided to open their eyes to a truth that is very important. A truth that is very important. And every believer must understand this truth today. If there's anything you are going to take away from this service, it's what I'm sharing with you now. From verse 15. Let me just take from verse 15. He said, therefore, after I have heard your faith in Jesus Christ and your love for the saints, did not cease to give thanks for you, make, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom. Some say the spirit of wisdom. And revelation knowledge in him. The spirit of wisdom and revelation knowledge in him. The spirit of wisdom and the revelation knowledge in him. What is wisdom? Wisdom is application of knowledge. Revelation knowledge is a knowledge that you get by understanding. 
Revelation knowledge you get by understanding. You are not told, but you understand. You catch it. You know it. Amen? So now I can see, maybe an example is I can see, today is uh, Easter Sunday, so some of you are preparing to go and eat fufu. So you can see the fufu in the Benkwai in front of you. Palm nut soup. But you are seeing it, but until you put it on your tank, because some of Benkwai's are palm oil that they put something inside. Some palm nut soups are not real palm nuts. The person just goes to put some pepper and put some oil on it. But the difference is tasting it. Amen? So now, revelation knowledge is tasting what has been given to you. So the Bible says that Paul, in, in everything that Paul was writing to the fish, because in Ephesus, Paul did a lot of warfare. He did the ground level warfare, did the strategic level warfare, and did the the level, at the middle level warfare. So Paul had understanding of the spirits that rule and engage that community. So he said that, that you have that knowledge and verse 18, that your eyes of understanding, say my eyes of understanding. Yeah. So the revelation in him that, uh, that your eyes of understanding is that there's an eye that sees that does not understand, but there's an eye that sees that understands. So our eyes of understanding, it's not the physical eyes, it's a revelation of God. It's a revelation of his power. That our eyes of understanding being enlightened. Revelation. That our eyes of understanding be enlightened, that you may know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of his inheritance in the things. So Paul is saying that whatever was done on Calvary's cross, whatever is a sign of an empty grave, we need to have the understanding. Otherwise, we'll have power, but we'll still not be able to exercise power. And he says that, and your eyes of understanding may be enlightened that you know the hope of his calling, and which are the riches of his glory in the inheritance of the saints, and the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in the right place, right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which to come. This is heavy meat. I want the text on the screen. Because it's very important. The Bible says that our eyes of understanding must be enlightened. Say enlightened. Our eyes of understanding be enlightened that you may know the hope. Why did God call us? The hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the same. There's an inheritance we have. All that Jesus did was to give us back our inheritance. Now, inheritance is anything that is yours that was taken away. That was bona fide. Also, when you, excuse me to say, when maybe your father leaves a house for you, leaves a property for you, and he dies or whatever it is, it's given to you. And there are many believers who have inheritance, but they don't know. Our inheritance is heavy. And the Bible says here that the riches of the glory, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So it's for the, those in the saints, the riches of his glory. 
So you must understand that there's so much that Christ did for us when he died and resurrected. And you must understand, if you don't have that revelation, the enemy will, will be toying with your life. And today I want to put keys in your hands by the scriptures. Let's go to the next verse. The next verse. I think I can do all it there. What are the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? So the key thing is that you must believe. You must believe because there's so much power towards you when you believe. So if I believe that I'm the president's son, not even the president, I'm the president. For that matter, I carry authority. If I believe that I am born again, I'm a Christian, there's so much power I carry. Unfortunately, we have Christians, when they see a demon manifest, now they'll run out of this building. You have a small thing, small problem. You start running around, but you are carrying power. You don't see a demon manifest and you jump on the demon. You stop it. You stop it and say you have no power here. You can stand in, no matter how bad your background is. There may be seven altars in your father's house, but you have been anointed and you have understanding of the power you carry. So that altar cannot work against you. It's illegal for that altar to speak against you. Is that, that's why you must be a Christian who understands. And when you are praying, you know how to pray. Is somebody hearing me this morning? That's the reason why he died and resurrected in a way. And he said, that, what is the city and greatness of his power towards us who believe according to his mighty power? There's so much power. There's so much power here. So I'm carrying power. So I'm carrying power. I want you to say boldly. Oh, I want you to know that no witch in your father's house, no witch in your mother's house, no strong background, no matter the weaknesses in your father's house, you have an exemption. That's why we are, we are saved. That's why. And let's continue reading verse 20. Who, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him. So when God, Christ was resurrecting from the grave, that power that resurrected Christ was, is being invested in us. And seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. So you and I are seated with Christ in that place now. Right hand of the Father. Is somebody following me this morning? Let's go to the next verse. I like this one. Far above principality. So what's, what, what's that power in your family, father, father has? What's that power in the community? What's that power from your father's house? What's that power from your mother's house? Far above principality and power and might and dominion. These are things that God has given us power over. So you cannot be a Christian who is afraid of talk basically. Are you guys what I'm saying? You must be a tough guy. You must be the one who will stand and say, this thing must stop. You must be a guy who said, lady who said that this thing that is happening in this house must stop. And he says that principality, a prince that controls a community, a power, talking about territorial powers. And he says that might and dominion and every name that is named. So mention the name of that thing. I don't know the, the things that you think about. Mention it. Not even in this age. So you and I can die and go, but the, the power is still available. The Bible says that even in this age, so that it has been, it's been taken care of by our age and the ages to come. 
And the challenge is that there are many Christians who are still afraid of a small demon that harasses them. Am I speaking something to somebody? It's a revelation knowledge. You see, when you have that revelation knowledge, they can take you anywhere. They can't do anything to you. You know, there are some people, I, I, I don't want to mention, but there are some people when you see them, you can't try anything on them. You must come to that point. Can't touch this. When you get to that point of revelation, and when you know who you are, no power can stop you. They may do whatever it is. They can't stop you. And that's what believers must get. Now, you don't, I'm not saying don't see a pastor to pray for you, but you are carrying so much power that you can sit in your house, you can come and pray at church. Pastor may not have to lay hands on you because you know your inheritance. And for your, for your information, I'm not going to be in your bedroom at 1 a.m. You may call my phone, my phone will know now the networks are bad. May not, and even when I'm going to come, what am I going to do? I'm not God. You must have understanding on the power that you have. And the Bible says that far above. So I want you to know that the resurrection that we are enjoying today, Christ has given us authority far above principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that is the Mention any name. Mention any name. You are far above it. Not only in this age, taken care of, and the ages to come. Very important. So what Paul was saying that since I got to know that you are saved, I needed you to understand this. And when you understand this, you can now exercise your authority as a believer. So Jesus Christ did not resurrect out of the grave to make anybody a superstar. He made, he resurrected that you and I as believers who know the authority we carry and go and implement it anywhere we are sent. That is why when you are in a family, you are in an office, you are in a place, you are supposed to take charge. Say, I'll take charge. I'll take charge of my life. Very important. Because when you don't have this understanding, you are going to be deceived by the enemy. Hallelujah. Let's go to another scripture. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 to 17. See, having wiped out the handwriting of requirement of us against us, which was contrary to us, he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle over them, triumphant over them. So not only did he do that, but every kind of handwriting, but the major thing is that he disarmed principalities and powers. Say so he disarmed. So I don't know what, 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 has, what, what has been armed against you. I don't know what has been armed against you. And the only way you can operate in this is by receiving Jesus Christ and making the Lord of your, of your life and following the scriptures. I want you to know that you shouldn't be afraid. There are believers who are afraid of demons. Don't be afraid of any demon. As for me, where I'm coming from is tough. It must be tough for you to overcome it. Until there's darkness in the sky, you won't see the stars. And you must know that the Bible says that he disarmed them. So that power from your father's house has been disarmed. Whatever power it is, it has, what, what do you disarm? It's like you go and meet a soldier and you take away the guns from him. I heard a story of this guy who was in a village terrorizing everybody. Then 
the proper soldiers came into town. And he was wearing a military uniform. He said, who are you? Are you a soldier? I said, you are a soldier. He said, no, I'm a civilian soldier. The real soldiers are come. And Jesus Christ, the real deal, he's come. So he has taken away the power from the devil. So the devil is only going around like a royal lion and threatening Christians. And I want you, look, look, if you understand what I'm saying today, that is enough for you today. Know who you are in Christ. That's why I always say something. I am not afraid of anything. You can come and do anything. You can go and do anything. I am not afraid because I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have trusted. I know the power I carry. And if you don't know that power, though, the devil would. And from today as a Christian, when something confronts you, know the power you carry. Jesus Christ has won the battle. We will do the war. The battle has been won by his resurrection. But you have to do the warring. And if you know the results of the battle, then you're warring, you should know where you are going. So in your warring, you are doing warring, you are just enforcing the victory. So today as a believer, enforce your victory in Christ. The empty grave is a sign that this man has overcome every power. He has overcome every power. So whether principalities, whether powers, whether rulers of darkness, and whether wicked spirits in heavenly places, the Bible says that we have the understanding into it. So don't let anybody deceive you. I am not saying that those powers don't exist. They exist, but you have power over it. I am not ignoring it. If this is in the scriptures, it is there, but you have power over it. From today, don't be a Christian who is afraid. I have four points, but I'm just touching on one now. Just know that and know that and know that. When you sleep, know that the Bible says he gives his beloved good sleep. You are a Christian. If you have insomnia, you can't sleep. Wake up one day and say, today I'll sleep because the scriptures say so. I am not saying. Look, if you don't know it, the enemy will attack you. If you don't know it, you have all okay, kinds. So when, when you are praying, you don't pray from the weak point of view. You pray from the victorious point of view, knowing that the Bible says that he has raised you far above principalities and powers. So no matter what it is, don't be scared. I've seen things in my life. I've seen things. I've seen worse things. I've seen grave things in my life. I've seen all kinds of things. But what I notice is that when you are a Christian and you know who you are, they can't touch you. You fight some battles, but you are always victorious. Hey, I'm a wounded lion here. Yesterday, I entered my family house and I began to walk around. I began to speak to the ground. I said, nothing in this family, no, no strong man in this family can hold anybody after me. Yes, I was making decrees. Oh, no, friend. I was not afraid. Took a bottle of water, poured it, and told them I'm in charge. I told everybody I'm in charge now. Don't be afraid. <laughs> are you hearing me? And there are Christians who are afraid. And somebody come and tell, I've seen that there's something following you. Charge against the thing and said, So, man of God, what do I do? Why should you be? You should fight. You see. That's why the enemy is using 
people to put fear. Some of you, you want them to tell you everything that is fearful. The scripture says that he has raised us up. Say, I've been raised up. And today I enforce my dominion mandate. Far above principalities and powers. He said, every handwriting of requirement. What requirement is it? Every handwriting. Anything they've written. Anything they have said. Anything they have said that it will not happen for you. It will not happen for you. It will not happen in your family. It will not happen in, your, in this family. It doesn't happen in this family. You are about to change history in your family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody's about to rewrite the history of the family to the redemptive call of your family, to the original purpose of your family, that whatever God has said about your bloodline, it shall come to pass, and I speak over your life that from today, by this understanding, let a new generation rise, let a new bloodline rise, let somebody rise in the house. Which you rewrite May you be the first in your family. Because you have understanding of the scriptures. This morning, I will not preach. I, just, I, I normally will share four points, but I just want to dwell on this one. Today, I want you to appropriate the power of resurrection in your life. Whatever it is that has never worked, the Bible says that he has raised as far above. Who is that one who says he has power? Who is that demon and that spirit that says he has power? I want you to know that there's so much power you carry. And what I want to tell you is that the sign of our victory is the empty grave. And like the worship team said, we dance on the empty grave. We dance to prove the devil that there's no power. We dance to prove him that you have had enough of a field day. And this morning, I just want you to wake up and stand on your feet. And reappropriate the blood. That God let my eyes of understanding be enlightened. Let my eyes of understanding be enlightened. That I may know my inheritance. The hope of my calling. That the Bible says that when he raised him from the dead. Hey! And the amazing thing is that the first battle was lost in the garden of Eden. But the second battle was won in the garden of Gethsemane. And he came out of the grave. If there's anything the devil hates, is that empty grave. But today I want you as a believer to enforce your authority. I want you to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning I enforce my authority that has been given to me by the resurrection of Christ. I, I, I enforce that authority the exceeding greatness of his power towards me, who believed according to the working of his power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him in the right hand of the heavenly places, far above principalities, power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. Speak to that sickness. Speak to that disease. Speak to that thing you see. Speak to that sign you see. That struggle in the family. Speak to it. it. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But now you are exercising your authority. You are exercising your authority. That this is the victory that you have in Christ. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. The exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. The exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. We believe that we raise Christ. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that every handwriting of requirement that was against it. he took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross 
having disarmed principalities and powers, having disarmed. Today we enforce our victory as Christians. We enforce our victory as Christians. We enforce our victory as Christians by the res- by, by, by the empty grave, by the results of the empty grave. In the name of Jesus. Lagade Mosaprakadas. Jenda Gado Sebrakado Sete Kamaha. You gave us power. We exercise that power right now. We exercise that power right now. That the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. That the eyes of understanding may be enlightened this morning. That the light of understanding may be enlightened. May your eyes of understanding be enlightened. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Your eyes of understanding be enlightened. That you will know the hope of his calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am f- begin to enforce. Begin to enforce your victory as a Christian. As we celebrate his resurrection... We are not only celebrating a day, but we are enforcing the power that we, he has given to us. And from today, we declare, Oh, mama, mama, satan of That I'm seated in heavenly places. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ. No, you are seated in heavenly places in Christ. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive revelation knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Receive revelation knowledge. Father, we know our our our, our authority. We exercise our authority. We exercise our authority. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want every head bowed. Maybe if you are here, you are not born again. The only way you can exercise authority is to be on God's side. It's to be on Jesus' side. You can't exercise authority when you're outside that scope. The reason why maybe you hear me speak with a lot of boldness is because I am in. I am hidden in Christ and Christ in God. And before the enemy will touch me, I must touch God first and touch Christ before touch me. He said, Pastor, this morning, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to yield to God. I want to be, have dominion. I want to have authority as a Christian. If you're in this service, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want you to raise your hands. I'll lead you in a short prayer. Raise your hands wherever you are. If you can raise your hands, if you're in the service, you say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. I want you to raise your hand wherever you are. Today might be the day that God has made for you to reconnect with him. You want to raise your hands and say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me. I want to receive this revelation knowledge of God. I want to receive this revelation knowledge in Christ. That I can walk as a Christian. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody give a hand clap unto the Lord.